Welcome to the DIY Recording Equipment Podcast, number 11. My name's Peterson Goodwin. I'm your host as usual, and I'm joined today for the first time by a new DIY Recording Equipment team member. He's our inventory manager, Mr. Chris Baldes. Hello. Um, Chris is joining me today because uh, we're rebooting, um, or we're starting again on a series I started like a year ago, where I try to explain an a complex audio topic so that a five-year-old could understand it. Um, Chris is not a real five-year-old, um, but he is a uh, musician. Actually, I, I should expand. Part of the original goal was that it's not so much a five-year-old, but a smart, curious young at heart. musician, <laughs> right. young at heart, um, who who understands music and recording, but not electronics. Yeah. And uh, that's where Chris comes in. So thanks for joining us, Chris. And uh, today we're going to talk about levels, line level, microphone level, instrument level, all the various different operating levels you would encounter in your recording studio and uh, what they mean and what you can do or not do with them. So, uh, Chris, let's start with uh, your experience with levels. My experience with levels is just that anytime I'm plugging something in that isn't ex- explicitly labeled for the device I'm plugging in, if I'm plugging a guitar into a guitar amplifier, I'm fairly confident that I'm not going to, to destroy my guitar amplifier. But, you know, like, when I go to plug a synth in, is that going to damage my input stage? Is that, like, things like that. Like, that... Has been, and so, you know, I do it anyway, but then I'm right. always constantly worried that it's like somehow bad for the gear or I'm destroying the like lifetime of or the, the, some sort of secret unspoken don't do that law or something. Right. Yeah, right. I, I hear you. I, uh, in fact, during my first week of my first internship at a recording studio, the guy who I was interning for wanted to plug uh, an SM57 into, like, a Fender guitar amp. And he turned to me and he was like, is, do you think this thing is going to blow up? <laughs> and uh, it did It did not blow up. Um, but so I think... What did yeah, you he, say back to him? Like, did I you was just like, say, yeah, I was, sure, go I, th- I, think, like, I think the very word I said was... <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's a very common question that people have even when you're... Established engineer. <laughs> um, so let's start by just clarifying um, what we mean by level. Um, and audio signal is AC voltage. Uh, it's alternating okay. current. So when we say levels, what we're really talking about is different voltages. So when I talk about voltage during this podcast, I mean levels. And when I say levels, I mean voltages. Now, is that like is that like the peak or like it is it the peak voltages or is it like some like RMS or uh great great question. Um well, thank you. What <laughs> what what is your understanding of of the difference between those? Peak uh peak voltage is like I guess how how loud it can be at any one instance and then RMS is more like a sort of the average loudness of a thing. So, like, it's like, uh, 
over time, like how loud and persistent is this signal versus peak where it's like you could have a very loud sample or like a very loud noise followed by like a very soft one. And the RMS yeah. would be fairly low, but then the peak would like there'd be a really high peak in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, yes. Yeah. That's really, really well uh, said. The because we're dealing with AC, AC is changing all the time. You know, f- frequency is change, right? Um, we can't... An instantaneous measurement is not very useful. Hmm. Um, so these would be like RMS-style things then? Yeah. Okay. So unless otherwise specified, when we're talking about levels, we're talking about an RMS measurement. And that, that might seem tricky, uh, but it's not. Like, if we were talking about power, uh, or like DC power... It's really easy to just say the instantaneous measurement because it's if it's right. five volts, it's always it's five, five volts, volts. right? Yeah. But when we say five volts AC, we're yeah. re- we're really uh, that's shorthand for this formula that we use to try to make like AC act like DC or mm-hmm. measurable like DC. yeah. So yeah, so if I say five volts and we're talking about audio, just assume I mean five volts RMS. Okay, uh, five volts peak or five volts peak to peak. I'll I'll specify that. Okay, and. And so the difference between those is headroom, right? The difference between the average signal and the peaks, that's the um, that's oh, headroom. Okay. Anyway. Something just clicked for me. Side note. <laughs> Good. That's, that's what we're here for. So, yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, I mean, I hope it clicked. You know, you can never... Yeah, I hope it was... <laughs> hope it didn't uh, right. ding or <laughs> yeah. uh, bang. Or, you know, just clicked wrong. Oh, but. Right. Yeah, well, that's a clack. That's yeah, a clack. clack. Right. Okay. Um, so the the most common level in your recording studio is professional line level, and that has a very specific uh, nominal reference voltage, which is plus four dBU uh, or one point two volts, and that is. That's the nominal operating level for everything in your studio that has a balanced connection, basically. Okay. Your uh, microphone preamps, uh, the input to your mixing desk, your audio interface, compressors, all of that stuff is optimized for the inputs and the outputs to be at plus 4 dBU, 1.2 volts. Um consumer line level is a different kind that you've you definitely encountered um that is minus 10 dbv uh there are various decibel scales we won't get into that today but let's just bring it to volts where everything's the same that's um minus 10 dbv is 0.316 volts um so it's significantly significantly lower voltage and uh, that's all your consumer electronics equipment that has an audio output. Your, hmm. um, you know, your iPod. My my Walkman. Your Walkman. Yeah. Um, you know your your phone. Um, yeah, and and actually, probably your audio interface um, has some sort of like a, you can set it to be calibrated to professional hmm. or consumer hmm. level. Have you noticed that? Uh, I don't really have expensive uh, oh, okay. interfaces. <laughs> I mean, so most most fan, um, mine aren't very fancy. Are you familiar with the the prosumer product category? 
Um, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I bought something that fits that category at right. some point. I mean, it I mean, was practically designed for me, and I right. resent it so hard for that. Yeah. Well, so yeah. So we're recording through an Echo Layla 3G interface, as prosumer as it gets, and right here I have a button to calibrate it to plus four or minus mm. ten, and all that's doing is is uh, Oh, we're telling it. We're telling it what kind of inputs to expect and what kind mm-hmm. of outputs to put out. Um, in ninety nine percent of cases, pro plus four is going to be balanced. Um, hmm. Minus ten consumer is going to be unbalanced. And the only reason for that difference is that it's cheaper to do minus hmm. ten because you don't <laughs> need as much uh, as as much as robust of a power supply and that kind of thing. Um, so those are the two nominal levels we have to deal with. Beyond that, um, we have, you've probably heard of peop- these words bandied about, microphone level, instrument level. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. There, there are no, those are not well-defined. There's no nominal level that, oh, this is microphone level, this is instrument level. Those are simply things that, those are typical levels that, arise from the natural characteristics of microphones and say guitars so it's like pickups a vague range of expected outputs of mics yes i wish i wish you had put it that way first before i had to stumble through it yeah (laughs) exactly you know i'm learning right yeah they're very good um so yeah so microphones are pretty much the lowest voltage devices we'll look at the lowest level uh, they can anywhere from like the millivolt range, um, you know, in the one to two millivolts, all the way up to. Um, we could have peaks of five volts, um, but generally it's going to be the RMS values will be well below one volt, and hmm. that's why microphone preamps have so much gain built in, right? Because hmm. we got to amplify it so many times to get it up to line level, hmm. right? So the microphone preamp has a mic level input and a line level output. Hmm. And that's why we have so much amplification in between. Could you have a mic that recorded at higher voltage swings or something? Why are they so low? Is it because they're mostly passive? or You're sending 40... What is phantom power? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Uh, uh, that's a really good question for another podcast. <laughs> okay, um, but, fair enough. <laughs> um, why are they so quiet? I mean, essentially because they they have a... Um, why do they generate such a low What voltage? would it take to generate, like, a 500 series amount of voltage from a microphone? Like, um, would you have to hit it with so much energy that it would be, like... Like, the mic would have to be ridiculously efficient, or would it have to be really tiny, or would it have to be huge, or, like, what silly things happen? I think it would have to be huge. So, if you think about, let's just say it's a dynamic microphone, and and uh, the way it works is that a little membrane makes a coil move, which generates uh, an mm. electromagnetic field, which then induces a current... And so the bigger those coils are, the like you'd have to have huge the coils, and output. you'd have to have a huge <laughs> capsule to move them, and you'd have to have a huge amount of SPLs to move the capsule. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. Yeah, 
That amuses me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would be great if uh, to bring like a, a, a microphone kit out with no other uh, selling point except that it's loud. Right. <laughs> like a you marvel won't have of to amplify this. Yes. You can actually just hook it up to the you speaker. You have to yell. Yeah. You have to make it a really loud sound. Which defeats sound. the whole purpose of right. a microphone. But I think that brings us around to the answer to your question, which yeah. is why are they quiet? Because they're sensitive. Because they're pit. Right. Yeah. That makes perfect sense actually yeah um um guitars uh instrument instrument level uh, cannot get more vague but instrument <laughs> let's just <Yeah>. say <laughs> let's just Ukulele say or right right i we're usually talking about guitar pickups mm. with that okay. right so uh, guitar pickups uh, put out a little bit uh stronger signal signal typically than microphones like between 100 millivolts and 2 volts. Um, Active pickups will be a little bit hotter than passive pickups. Hmm. So again, this is a pretty loose range. Um, What's the sort of thing... What's the sort of thing that... uh, I'm sorry. What would um, an active pickup look like? Would it look more like line level on the the outer? Yeah, and and, and even... um, which Possib- I don't think po- we've said what that is yet. Possibly a little. Oh, <laughs> did we get the line? Le- we did that. Yeah, we did the two. Good. There are two we'll line just, levels. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, uh, an active right. pickup could be hotter than line level. That's the thing is that it's um, it's it's a range, and okay. um, so you can already see here that first of all, these things are not clearly defined. Even even with line level, again, it's nominal line level. It's not, this is the exact voltage that needs to go in and out of your gear. It's the nominal operating level. It's like, it's in this range. Hmm. And so real line levels could be, you know, now we're talking peak voltages um, rather than RMS, but all the way down to as low as you want to go, you know, 100 millivolts, um, all the way up to, depending on the piece of equipment, it could be 30... Hmm. 35 volts peak to peak. Um, so they, again, that's a pretty huge range. And so anything that's designed to be a professional line level piece of gear has to be prepared to handle that entire range of signal. Hmm. Um, now, obviously the specs degrade at each end of the spectrum like the lower level you the noise floor is going to be closer and at the upper ends there's going to be more distortion and that's Mm. so that's why we specify a nominal operating level Hmm. so that so that manufacturers can say at this level these are our specs and we design for this level but they still have to be prepared to take in this this quite significant range of voltages Hmm. so you can already see just if you've been kind of following the, the numbers we've been throwing out there, they're all in a similar range, and any um, input or output is going to have to accept a pretty huge range of uh, of levels. So, in answer to the kind of the original anxiety of like, am I going to blow up my guitar amp by plugging in a line level output? Right. No, in fact they might be very close to the same volume. Hmm. Um, am I going to blow up something by plugging, uh, you know, a line output into my, my, I just said that. Uh, <laughs> so, it's been a long day. so, so that's the, that's the basic distillation of it is like the, all this stuff is, 
is under, you know, the 90% of the time you're operating under like 10 volts peak and, Mm -hmm. and there's all this overlap between in that range between these different types of levels. So yes, the levels matter, but don't be restrained from having fun in the studio because you're afraid you're going to blow shit up. Okay. Um, if, so I can plug my synthesizer into my amp, or right. I can. What else can I do? <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot. But like the, the the blowing up or the electrocuting comes with like um, improper grounding of your you know and that kind right. of thing. It, it's not from too much level. Oh, uh, okay. That being said, everything we've talked about so far far is like a recording or instrument level thing. We have, huh. We're not talking about like a pow, power amps or guitar amps. Like that's just a separate category altogether. We should probably put this at the beginning yeah. of, the, of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Too. Okay. <laughs> so guys, like following along, and right. the, you know, it gets the speaker input just a second before we say that. Right. <laughs> sets his house on fire. Yes. If you if you're about to plug <laughs> your power amp into your mic preamp right now, stop. Do not proceed. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, all the power amp stuff is totally different. It has a totally different huh. job. It's it's trying to put as much power into a speaker as possible. We're trying to get signal from one place to the other in the recording studio. You know, um, so uh, yes, I should have said that at the beginning. All this applies only. <laughs> we'll just cut and paste. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so th- so that's the long and short of levels. So I shouldn't I shouldn't like you know serially run amplifiers through each other. I shouldn't, like, run my guitar through one amp, then, like, the speaker out through, like, the input stage of another amp, and then, like, just to get, like, that sound. That Absolutely not. That is, yeah, that, that, unless your sound is, is, uh, <laughs> the sound of an amp exploding. An exploding amp, and then, then <laughs> silence, <laughs> that's not how you're gonna Have get you ever heard sound. an amp explode? I mean, I've exploded plenty of things on the bench with, you know, with the... Headphones plugged in. Oh, usually capacitors. But Whoa! What does that sound like? Just sounds like a little pop, and then nothing. <laughs> it's not that great. Just it's like visu- life itself. It's, it's, yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's more fun visually. Does it catch on fire? Yeah, well, the smoke the smoke gets out. Whoa! Yeah. That's cool. Um, you know that electronics works because the magic smoke stays inside, and if you let it out, <laughs> they don't work. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, that's why, oh wow, bad joke. That's yeah. why the, uh, you know, electronic devices on the island and lost, right? The smoke monster, and they never quite worked 100%. Like, you could radio, but you never knew where you were, or when. Lost. Great show. Letting that one hang. <laughs> I've never seen it, and okay. so I just thought I'd give you as much detail uh, as possible. To, yeah, yeah. Um, it was totally. That was a well-conceived joke. <laughs> I really, I really stepped up to the quality level of DIY recording equipment company you right. know, standards with that joke. I feel, and this podcast series. Well, the the listeners can let us who have seen Lost can let let us know. Oh, that's not making it in. <laughs> There's no way in hell. Um, Bottom line is, as long as we're talking about mic level, instrument level, um, guitar level, line levels, all these things, they're close enough that you're not going to break anything by plugging one into the other. Good to know. Um, the, the differences do matter. That's why there's a difference between a mic preamp and a line level input. 
Um, but you know, if if you're trying to be creative and have fun, just go ahead and plug stuff in. If there's an awful buzz or hum or something, you know, then you need to do something else. But you're not gonna not gonna destroy something. Hmm. Um, and and just to clarify one more time, that does not apply to guitar amps or power amps. Uh, so yeah, bottom line: use your ears, have fun, um, and then. Uh, yeah, so the, the, hopefully that was helpful. Yeah, um, I, I, I mean, I, th- I think I think it was helpful. Good. I do you do. feel uh, you have a more? I feel very confident now, and I'm gonna go home and plug everything into each other: guitars into basses, basses into pianos, and <laughs> all sorts of weird configurations, and uh, you know, I'm excited. Great, it's gonna be fun. Great. Well, let's do this again. Let, we're gonna try to keep rolling with the explain like I'm five. Thing because we have this huge list of ideas that um, that people emailed me like a year ago when I started this. So um, stay tuned for the next one. Um, if you're new to the podcast or to what we do, check out DIYRecordingEquipment.com for a directory of almost 400 DIY projects for the recording studio and our blog and some tutorials. And this podcast and everything we do is supported by our kits that we sell. Uh, It's great stuff. If you want to build your own recording equipment, save some money and learn some stuff, check out our store at DIYRecordingEquipment.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Cool. See you next time. Bye.